Holy crap. The Rams actually did it. Man, oh man. I know a real dang good friend of mine from high school. His name's Robbie, and he is over the moon. And I bet the celebration is going to be a long, long dang time before it's over. And I'm real happy for him. Oh, man, what a game. I was on edge for a good quarter and a half. OBJ going down, the interception at the end of the half, the touchdown of the very first play from scrimmage in the second half, the fight that they picked out of bounds on the near sideline. I thought the game was going to snowball from there. I said on my Facebook post that I thought it was going to be a shot in the heart for the Rams. But all it ended up being was a shot in the arm to get them moving after being down by 7, 20-13. They came back, kicked a field goal, and then pretty much... Both defenses play tight and contested every play. They played competitively. People are going to really look at the penalties towards the end of that final drive that made the difference. I say Cooper Cup made just as big of a difference on offense on that final drive, on that final touchdown. And so did Aaron Donald on defense. Man, those guys deserve it. Pretty much... This, referring to SoFi Stadium, is a Rams house for a reason, and now it's the champ's house. And I am dang well excited for them. For those of you who have seen the Super Bowl montage that I uploaded at halftime, look for it on YouTube. Basically outlines what we're going to show starting on Memorial Day weekend. Pretty good look ahead to the, to the upcoming summer season. We're continuing to go outside the box with our selections this year. Wreck-It Ralph, Cloudy with a Chance at Meatballs, Contact, a couple of Miyazaki movies, Porco Rosso, Castle in the Sky. An eye-opening... An eye-opening Hollywood fable in Simone. And a real laugh-out-loud parody comedy with Mel Brooks's classic, Spaceballs. But, I've 
got some other movies planned for 2023 and 24. Whole bunch of them for 23, so I think I got an outline of which movies we're gonna do, but don't know when. 24, I'm still working stuff out for that year. For instance, for 2023, I'm doing the Hajime no Ippo movie, Big Fish, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Zootopia, Sleepless in Seattle, and a couple of upcoming movies, Jurassic World, Dominion, and Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. That new one's coming out in October. And we've only seen one bit of footage. But it's enough to get me hyped for it. Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 will come out this October in regular theaters and in IMAX. And I'm looking forward to it that much that I'm already putting it on my summer schedule. A couple of late-ish additions I might make for this season, the 2022 summer season, are pretty big ones. First one, obviously, American Underdog, given that we can find a second one. It's just as worthy. You know, me going for even numbers. I like even numbers. Right now, I think we've got 12 different movies. Maybe 14. We can up that to maybe 16 for 2022. Rick and Ralph, First Club, Terminator Salvation, Getting Even with Dad, Superman vs. The Elite. G.I. Joe, Contact, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Porco Rosso, Spaceballs, that's, that's 10, Simone, and Castle in the Sky, that's 12. So we could up it to 14, given that we can find an upper, genuinely exciting movie to showcase along with American Underdog. However that, or we move American Underdog to 2024 alongside Across the Spider-Verse Part 2, Miracle, the 25th anniversary of the Iron Giant, that's closing out the season for sure in 2024, and another Hayao Miyazaki movie, Lupin the Third, The Castle of Cagliostro, that's booked for 24, and I forgot to mention that the Oscar-winning Spirited Away is booked for 2023 as well. Be on the lookout for that. Pardon me if I don't talk very much, but I'm just mainly, right now as I speak, watching the ESPN highlights of the Rams' conquest of the valiant Cincinnati Bengals. Right now they're showing the stop that Aaron Donald made on third down. He got the guy by his waist and Aaron Donald pulls him back away from the first down marker. 
And then on fourth down was the critical play. Sort of got the sack, but Burrow flew it up, threw it up, and it had no chance. I think it had no chance. Congratulations again to the LA Rams. They deserve it. Pumped up for them. Robbie, if you're listening, I'm pumped up for you. And Libby, both of you guys deserve it. Your boys did it. And this may be a shorter than normal episode of my podcast. Time now for the Roundup Wrap-Up. The brand new Doctor Strange poster. Oh yes, there were movies that were advertised. And they were pretty much safe for before the game started. Doctor Strange, a poster, maybe hinting at different things. Captain Carter from What If could make an appearance. Along with, maybe, I heard in that trailer, in that brand new trailer I just watched for Doctor Strange 2, I maybe heard Patrick Stewart in the background. So maybe Professor X could make a cameo. Ringside News reporting that Brock Lesnar is the favorite to win the Elimination Chamber Saturday in Saudi Arabia. My prediction is that Roman Reigns will cheat him out of the WWE title to build some heat and and build some more storyline and and raise the stakes even more for the WrestleMania match that those two are going to have for Roman's Universal title. That's pretty much what I'm feeling. Oh my word. We Got This Covered has just reported. Ivan Reitman, the director of the Ghostbusters, has died at 75. This was two hours ago. Hmm. Not all of his movies were great. I do get the classic... I do get that some of them were classics to a lot of people. And if, and if you love his work, good for you. Mainly, the one that I remember most from him was Space Jam. He didn't direct that movie, he just produced it. The first two Ghostbusters, Meatballs, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, and of course, Animal House. Deadspin.com offers their opinion on Super Bowl brandings, saying they should drop the Roman numerals. Hmm. What do you guys think? I will post about this subject on a different Facebook post. And let you guys have your say. Hail or fail? What do you think? Should the Super Bowl drop Roman numerals from its branding? Sports not, as in another term for astronaut, sports not, N-A-U-T, is reporting that the MLB lockout could push back opening day. 
me not being a major baseball fan, I say the more the merrier. Ronda Rousey, the Women's Royal Rumble winner from two weeks ago. Taking to Instagram and posting about her five-year-old daughter, which is sweet, obviously. Of course, me having a nephew who can already walk on his own. Pretty big accomplishment. Happy for her. There was also a teaser for Moon Knight, the Disney Plus series that aired during the game. And MovieWeb is saying that it'll bring a new level of brutality to the MCU. I don't know so far. I think the one episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, where John Walker brutally beats the crap and pretty much kills an innocent guy with a whole bunch of people watching, totally brutal, even for Marvel. Curious to see how that show will develop. WWE 2K22 will offer three different versions of The Undertaker as a free, as a pre-order bonus, free-for-one deal. Business Insider saying that McDonald's is temporarily taking the Chicken Big Mac off its menu, citing a lack of demand. Mainly what I think people will point to is excess. Sometimes you can't have too much of a good thing is what people I think are going to say. TheNerdStash.com Jean-Claude Van Damme is already warming up for what is supposedly his final movie. He spoke to Deadline about that movie, said, quote, I wanted to leave the stage, but with a, with a revisit of my career, starting with Bloodsport, I want this to be a new Bloodsport, but on a higher level. In the film, I'm on my way down in terms of career, and as I come out of a premiere of another action movie, I'm not happy. I'm not happy because I've been living in hotels for the past 30 years, which is actually true. We're going to bring real elements from my life and what happened to me. Who would have thought that we would see a semi-autobiographical action movie? Coming up on the anniversary of when he and Rey Mysterio won the tag team titles at No Way Out 2005. And one year before that, the anniversary of when he triumphed over Brock Lesnar, 
to become WWE Champion at No Way Out 2004. Sportskeeda.com weighing in on five things that could have happened had Eddie Guerrero not passed away tragically in November 2005 at age 38. Number five, Vicky Guerrero would not have gone to AEW. Number four, WWE may not have established a wellness policy. Number three, Benoit never would have done what he did and would never have been blacklisted from all of WWE history because of it. Number two, Rey Mysterio would not have won the 2006 Royal Rumble. A lot of these scenarios, I definitely see it not happening had it not been for Eddie's tragic passing. And number one, Randy Orton would not have won a third consecutive men's Survivor Series match. He would not have been the sole survivor the third consecutive time. Had it not been for Eddie. Tragic that we lost him. All those years ago. Kate side seats the man. Formerly known as Zack Ryder. Matt Cardona. Fresh off winning the ECW. TV title. From Rhino. At a GCW event. Really taking on more of a blank the rules personality now captured the NWA world title. Already four different belts. Aiming for five. Lo and behold, he got it done. Former Raw Tag Team Champion Trevor Murdoch was the man that Ryder slash Cardona beat. Cardona is definitely now a much, much different person than he was back when he was the Long Island IC. You know, the broski, the tan, the spiked hair, woo-woo-woo, and all that stuff, which I was a fan of. I admit I legit was a fan of what Zack Ryder was doing at the end of 2011. But this is a completely different person, Matt Cardona. Completely in defiance of anyone that steps in front of him. And all the power to him. Among the pregame festivities, Dwayne Barack Johnson got the crowd hyped up for the Super Bowl in his usual drama bowl. Jabroni-beating, pie-eating, trailblazing, eyebrow-raising type of way. 
this article courtesy of HuffPost saying that Twitter has a field day with this intro. NFL saying it's an incredible opening. One picture, no caption on Instagram. Rock walking in. Pre-game ritual, or pre-game rehearsal before anyone comes in. He has a face mask on, and he has a mic in hand. Warming up to hype the crowd for the Super Bowl. Buddha Baker on Twitter saying, If a rock would have said, Can you smell what the rock is cooking? I would have went crazy. I think he wanted to save that for the rain. Maybe for WrestleMania, you never really can tell. Given the schedule, who knows what could happen. Buccaneers, just after losing Tom Brady due to Brady retiring, thus spun a division of Sports Illustrated saying that Tampa Bay could be making a major QB trade. Should he remain retired in this case? Referring to Brady, the Bucks have shifted their focus to other veteran QBs who could be available via trade. Sources say they're doing extensive homework on Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson and are one of multiple teams expected to explore a potential trade for Russell Wilson. Though the Seahawks have given no indication they'll deal him. One of those two could very much be could very much be intriguing. Deshaun Watson or maybe Russell Wilson. The new Batgirl movie has just started shooting movieweb.com with insider Twitter photos of Michael Keaton back in the bat suit. 30 years later, Michael Keaton is still V.G.D. Batman. I'm paraphrasing, of course. And I maybe think that with him returning as the Tim Burton version of Batman, not just in this upcoming movie, but also in The Flash, which will come out this November. Man, Michael Keaton's gonna have a busy, busy year. Twitter's spiraling, according to Bustle.com. Twitter is spiraling over Laura Dern 
reviving her outfit from the original Jurassic Park. It's eerily similar how how they recreated well mimicked the shots exactly from the original Jurassic Park into this new movie Jurassic World Dominion which will come out in June. And I was only a month and a half old when the original movie came out. True story. I have been told on more than one occasion that I was at the movie. They showed that movie, the original Jurassic Park, at the Walker Cinema in Brigham. Me and mom and my mom says that I was asleep for a lot of that movie. And I say good thing, because I would have been scared out of my mind back then. The main, I think the main thing I was meh about was the halftime show from tonight's Super Bowl. Bloomberg.com saying that COVID restrictions are starting to become a thing of the past, even if the virus itself is not going away soon. Don't know. We'll have to see how this situation develops. Am I reading this right? Totaling both the regular season and the playoffs. Firsty for news.com saying that LeBron has passed Kareem, of all people, Kareem, to become the all time leading scorer in NBA history. When it comes to 
all-time career points, both regular season and playoffs. Kareem finished with 44,149. Of course, the 38,387 in the regular season and 5,762 in the playoffs. This happened yesterday. He exploded for 21 points through three quarters. And that last three of which got him to 44,152. Hard to believe. This is a record that has stood for just, just shy of 40 years. I know, mind-blowing, right? ComingSoon.com has shared that DreamWorks is collaborating with Peacock to do two spin-off series. One for Abominable, you know, the lovable snowman, the adorable snowman, or the agreeable snowman, for crying out loud, from that 2000 and 19 movie which I thought was which I thought was good this second one really has me intrigued you're doing a you're doing a TV series for Megamind on Peacock oh I'm shaking in my custom baby seal leather boots but we'll see how far that will hook me. We'll see if it's worthy of that hype. Or whether it's just, yeah, you know, it's a series. Pretty much like Dragons the Nine Realms was. Pretty much like... The crude family tree was. You know me expecting. Me expecting quality. In addition to some instances quantity. I'm really going to have to double check that LeBron stat and see if it's accurate to see if he really did pass Kareem. I can guarantee you I never would have thought that someone would have broken Kareem's record. And this is LeBron's 19th year in the league. And I think Kareem... Play 20 years, and I'm trying to count. He went from 69 to 89.
So I'm counting, I'm doing the math in my head. So that's his 15th year. It took 19 years for LeBron to make that record fall. It took 15 years for Kareem to establish it. He surpassed Will Chamberlain. I'm. Once I get done with this, I'm definitely going to have to double check that LeBron stat and see if it's legit. Regular season and playoffs. The most points in NBA history. Like, wow. Who would have ever believed that somebody in our generation would have broken Kareem's record? Let alone the King. Let alone LeBron doing this. This was yesterday. Even with the Lakers struggling even with them not having their best record up to this point this is still a major major milestone in the annals of nba history and i'm gonna double check in a minute to see if it's legit in the meantime cincinnati i don't know what i can say to you other than it was a great game you guys definitely deserve to have your head up, head up high after the performance that you put out there. You really gave L.A. a run for your money. And as for L.A. themselves, celebrate because you earned it. You deserve it. Rob, Lib. Both of you guys deserve this. I am happy for you. Congratulations to both of you. Congratulations to L.A. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, OBJ, Cooper Cup, Sean McVay, pretty much just everyone. Total team effort. Not just all game, but all season. And that's pretty much what it took for either of those teams to have won this game. Both of these teams were wildcard teams. L.A. knocked off Arizona, Tampa, and San Francisco to get here and eventually win. Cincinnati knocked off the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs to get here. To get close to the ring, but just a few plays short of a whole enchilada. And of course, I didn't forget an early happy Valentine's Day to you and that special someone. Of course, I didn't plan for it. I do kind of celebrate it. I do kind of recognize it, but I don't. You know what I mean? I just don't. I just don't buy stuff every single year. 
if I'm tempted to. For other members of my family, sure. But not at all for myself. You know what I mean? Kind of like a lone wolf. Flying solo, pretty much. Nothing personal. It's just that's not my kind of thing. If it is your kind of thing, then go ahead and start planning for a big day tomorrow. You and that special someone. With that in mind, next week, NBA All-Star Week. Pretty much the only remaining only remaining major sports weekend left for February. Next week is going to be an all-star edition of my podcast and and in two weeks it'll be like Seinfeld whole lot of nothing there is definitely going to be something though of course this podcast no idea exactly what the future will hold definitely these next couple of weeks with the all-star game with the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. I didn't forget that. The only Saudi Arabia show that I checked out before Crown Jewel this past October was the greatest Royal Rumble from April 2018. Mainly just to see John. Cena, open up the show. And people have a lot of mixed opinions, very understandable mixed opinions, about WWE returning to Saudi Arabia. For a whole bunch of reasons, all of them pretty much very understandable. I thought Crown Jewel was, top to bottom, a pretty, pretty solid show. Curious to see how the Elimination Chamber setup could work in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. In the meantime, early happy Valentine's Day to you and that special someone. Oh, what a happy day to be in LA or to be a Rams fan in any part of the country congratulations to the Rams you guys deserve it I'm out of here I'm gonna hit the sack thank you all for joining me see you next week and until next time remember you are who you choose to be